Good day, people. How are you all doing today? I hope you are all practicing some sort of self-care for yourselves. You know, drinking that good old H2O and having your, you know, vitamins by eating those veggies and fruits and proteins, you know. But today's topic is not about self-care. It's about why do you kill plants? Like... Why don't you have a green thumb? And what does that even mean? Like, why? What? Why do you have a brown thumb? <laughs> and why do I have a green thumb? <laughs> why is that? We're going to talk about that in a minute. All right. But let's go through our intro. <laughs> I love that intro. I just, I, I don't know. It just does something to me. I just wanted to. <laughs> so this is the external and I'm your host, the plant God. And today's topic is about plant killers. So why do you keep killing these plants? Like, I want to know why. Like, what's wrong with you people? <laughs> so let's we're gonna before before we get into the meat and potatoes of things all right before we even before i even educate you all on why you're killing these plants <laughs> let's go into the history of what it actually even means to be a green thumb first of all right so sometime around in the 1930s which is which was around the time bad things were happening around the world you know like world wars and whatnot you know yeah you know people killing people you know that that stuff that horrible stuff it's around the time plants were like you know people killing people yay you know, they were just overjoyed that people were killing people instead of them. <laughs> I'm kidding. They were still dying. But, you know, that was a bit dark. Let's let's stop talking about death. Mm, I don't like that. Anyways, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Let's 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 put this back to a good note. And let's talk about the term green thumb and what it means. So first the term green thumb actually was green finger. Yeah, <laughs> it was green finger. And it was first like used in the UK. And, um, you know, sometime in America, you know, we got to change things. We got to, you know, we ended up making it, you know, the green thumb. <laughs> yeah. So the person who actually began this whole green thumb thing instead of green finger thing, which was first used in the UK, was James Crockett. Yeah, that dude that was on PBS having a show called Victory Garden. And he coined the term green thumb. He used it a couple times, you know. And um, that's where a lot of people started using that whole thing. Side note, <laughs> let's pull it right back a little bit, right? <laughs> so he coined the term green thumb, right? But 
why do Americans have to be so different? Like, why do we have to be so different? Like, it was green fingers, which to me makes way more sense than green thumb because we use our phalanges, our other phalanges, to garden, not our thumb. But anyways, let's... (laughs) I don't know why we have to be so difficult, America. Why? Anyways, um, like, let's switch it up a little bit. Let's switch it up. <laughs> so, green fingers, right? To green thumb. That's, 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 that's how it went down. Then you have Wikipedia coming along, naming it or defining it as the, well, they defined green thumb as having a natural talent for gardening. Like, here's the thing. We, no one is born with a natural talent. You, talent is something that you practice, you educate yourself on, and you grow upon it. You just don't wake up one day and you're a great singer. Yeah, you may, like, have some sort of, like, know-how or ability to hold a note. But it's not going to be to perfection where you become famous or you become talented. Having a talent comes with experience, comes with time. That is why we have green thumbs. And it's like a person who cooks and a person who doesn't cook. You just need to have the patience. I believe like cooks have the patience to be in that kitchen whipping stuff up and staying in there, making sure it gets to whatever it is that they're trying to make in creating success out of whatever dish. I remember when my half-sister was young and she used to always burn things. So she was known as like the worst cook. But why was that? It's because she walked away from the pot and watch, went to go watch TV and I guess thought that it was going to like magically turn out great. <laughs> she just forgot about it and just <laughs> burnt the house down. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's the same thing with plants, except for plants should be kind of like your pet. It's a living organism. Just like your cat and your dog. The only thing with plants is that they have a very limited range of expression. So they can't express sadness. They can't express that they're dying until you see that the leaves are turning brown. (laughs) That's the only way you can typically tell or they're wilting or something like that. And then, you know, crap, it's wilting. I need to give it some water or I'm giving it too much water or maybe it's dying from a pathogen. You know, you just don't know with plants. So there's a lot of reasons why people kill plants. It's just that they just don't invest in their plants. 
They just put the plant down and expect it to just do its own thing and then water it every now and then or water it too often. And most times people buy these plants from a department store, which the people in the department store don't know what they're doing. Most of the time, that is. Most of the time, they're not that educated to tell you how to t- properly take care of certain plants. They just tell you the general rule of water it once a week. And that, 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 that's not good for all plants. That might be too much for some plants. It might be too little for some plants. So you need to kind of know your plant. Just like you go into a PetSmart and you buy a cat or a dog, you need to know certain things about it so you and it can get along. So think of your plants as pets. They're just a non-motile living organism. They can't walk. They can't run. They can't scream or laugh. To tell you, hey, I'm dying. Right? (laughs) So let's be kind to these living organisms and treat them as pets. Because at the end of the day, they're the ones who's helping you breathe every day. Right? (sighs) Also, there are no plant activities that are giving to create accountability. I'm sorry, not activity, activists. There are no plant activists out there that are creating accountability for people to keep plants alive. It's not illegal to kill a plant either. So people don't care if they, you know, if they die or not. You just get another one. Like... (laughs) Do you do that with a cat or dog? Please don't tell me because you might get reported. <laughs> I won't report you. Yes, I will. I'm lying. I will report. I will report you. Yes, I will. Just like I will call, you know, what is that called for children? Animal protective services. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm sorry if you have children. I'm sorry if you have children. I was just kidding. You know, they have, you know, things for children, you know, services out there. And for animals, animal protective services, I believe it's called. But anyways, I'm just kidding, people. Please don't get your, you know, panties in a bunch. All right. I'm just kidding. But yeah, let's do some accountability to ourselves. So here's the thing. You have a thing called microclimates. Microclimates are things, are places like your patio, your home, inside your home, your office, you know, your studio. I don't know, your bathroom. Those are all microclimates. And You know, if your bathroom is too damp, you probably might not need to water your plants so often. If your house is too cold, you might not need to water your plants so often because of condensation, right? So 
if your house is a certain temperature, your plant might not even like that temperature because it might be a desert plant, right? Like, remember when there was that big old, like, succulent thing? You know, a lot of people were just out there buying succulents and then they were there or dying by the numbers <laughs> because people were buying these desert plants, putting it in their homes, right? And putting it in a low light area. When those type of plants need a lot, a lot of light, they need a lot of light. And people are watering them too much. When they hold so much water, those plants are mostly water, just like we are. You know, humans, that is. <laughs> so, yeah, you can't be watering it so much because it might not, you know, it might not like it. So you need to know and do a little bit of research about the plants that you're purchasing. Now, let's get down to the meat and potatoes while you're a plant murderer and why it's not illegal. Well, first of all, it's not illegal because there's no epidemic happening with plants dying by the numbers. So the government is not going to be like, hey, you better keep these plants alive or you're going to jail. So anyways. So you see, anyone could have a green thumb. It's just about investing time into these new living organisms that are in, in your life. Or, you know, you putting it into your home or office, you know, treat them like li the living organisms that they are. Treat them as pets. Just a pet that doesn't move or scream when it's, you know, or scream or make noises when it's not getting enough nutrients or not being fed properly. Do a little bit of research. It will take maybe five minutes out your time. And if you don't have time, you, maybe you should not have a plant. Just like a dog or a cat. You, you shouldn't have those things if you just don't have the time to properly take care of them. They're like children, really. You got to feed them. I mean, except for plants in photosynthesis, you know, <laughs> that's the, that's the only difference here. And they're not screaming and yelling at you. They're quiet creatures. They're lovely creatures. Even snakes, even snakes move about, you know, they have a very limited amount of expression too. But if you see your snake is not eating, you know, hey, something's wrong with this snake. It's not eating like it typically is or like it typically does. You, you'll know symptoms of behaviors by animals, but plants have a very limited expression, so they can't really tell you what's going on with them. Unless you go to like a plant expert, well, they'll say, oh, yeah, you're watering it too much or maybe your home is not lit enough it's it does it's not providing the plant enough 
light to succeed in this world. But anyways, y'all, treat these plants like they're living organisms that they truly are and that you are because we all want to be treated well, right? And that's it for today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here with me, educating yourselves and realizing that there's no such thing as a green thumb. But you don't, you wait, before I end this, why the green thumb even came about was because in Europe, they would have plants in terracotta pots, right? And they be they would pick up the plants, they would pick up these pots with the plants inside of it and move it to one direction. And then their plants, their hands would be green from the from the like mold around the or fungi around the that's surrounding the plant or the moss around the plant. So your fingers would be green from the residue of of touching said terracotta pots. And also if you were picking greens or you're picking fruits and veggies or you're maybe pruning with your hands or whatnot, your hands would be stained in green with, you know, that green color. So that's where that whole thing even came about. So as you can see, everyone had a green thumb. If you were picking greens and about to cook yourself a salad or something, or I don't know, eating some peas and picking those, the ends of the peas, you had a green thumb. So that's where the whole, well, not green thumb. They said green fingers back then. Now we say green thumb. I wonder if they still say that in 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 Europe, green fingers instead of green thumb. Because, you know, Americans, we're kind of difficult with that. You know, we're always changing things and expecting everyone else to be on board when we should be on board. <laughs> like, how do you, how do you just start changing something? Huh? Anyways, I'm your boy, the plant God, and this is the external. Thank you for listening. Please don't forget to subscribe, follow, and rate me, rate my channel, rate my channel. In the next couple of weeks, we're going to be going into some other interesting topics and i want you all to be here with me and listen to me and educate yourselves about these plants and what's going on we're going to be talking about plant pathogens and are your plants suffering from an abiotic system or sorry are your plants suffering from an abiotic situation or a biotic situation. Abiotic meaning, you know, like some sort of environmental situation or biotic meaning some kind of biological living organism or actually some kind of living organism. Biological living organism. Listen to me. <laughs> me trying to sound smart, you know. Anyways, I'm the plant guy and I love you all. Thank you for listening. Thank you.
Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-ba-da-ba-da-dum.